Welcome to Life After Beauty School, What I Wish Someone Told Me, a podcast for glampreneurs who want to take their business to the next level. If you struggle with building your clientele, marketing yourself on social media, working long hours behind the chair, or maybe you've been in the beauty industry for a while and you're tired of hustling and ready to run an effective business, you might want to stop and take a listen because this podcast is for you. I'm Deandra Giselle, hairstylist, business coach, and educator. I discuss real action plans and solutions to help you live a wealthy life. Now let's get into this podcast. Hello, Glampreneurs. I am here with another episode of Life After Beauty School, aka Labs. And we're continuing this conversation about your ideal clientele, getting your ideal client, creating your client avatar. Last week, I really broke down how to even create that ideal client, which I like to call client avatar. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go ahead and pause this one and then go listen to that because it's going to be important for you to move forward because I'm talking about how to market to that client avatar. That is important. I decided to create a series on marketing and being very strategic with how you market to your clients just because that episode got such a great response. There was more questions and I felt like it deserved to have more information, more thought process put into it. So here we are with Life After Beauty School, aka Labs, talking about how to market to your ideal client. So that is what we are going to do today. Before we dive in, I need you to do something for me. So I need other glampreneurs like you to get inspired, to hear about this podcast, to know about this podcast. So if you haven't already, I need you to leave a rating right here, leave a review, and also share on your social media platform. How you do that is you take a picture of the podcast cover and then go ahead and post it wherever you normally post. So I'm going to need you to go ahead and do that. Okay. So that is my call to action for you is to share, write a review and give a rating. All right. So let's talk marketing. What is marketing? Some of you guys might be getting a little overwhelmed thinking that I'm just a hairstylist. I don't want to market. I don't even know how, like, why do I even need to do this? Well, the reason why you do marketing, because if no one knows about your business, then how do you get clients? So marketing is part of being a business owner. It's part of having a salon, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming when you know who your client avatar is, right? So if you know who you're speaking to, it makes it that much easier. So we're going to break it down. Very simple, little simple steps that you can do right now to start marketing to your target audience. Before you get into marketing, there is a little bit of research that you need to do. So you've created your client avatar and your research is going to be based on that client avatar you created. Before you start posting on Instagram, because everyone you know is posting, before you use Facebook, TikTok, or whatever your social media platform is, you must do your research. And just like I said last week, because all your marketing efforts, because maybe everyone is on Instagram, if you're posting on Instagram and your target audience, your ideal client is not on Instagram, then you're wasting your time. You're not going to get the clients you want. You're not even speaking to those people. So the first research that you're going to do is you're going to Google 
the platform that works best for you. And I did this and this might change. The information might change based on when you're listening to this podcast, but I did this by simply asking Google, what age group is on Facebook? What age group is on LinkedIn? What age group is on TikTok? When I did that, Google answered and said, on LinkedIn, a lot of college students are on there, but women, I think it said like 35 up to 64 are mostly on there or people, not just women. Then it said that uh, Instagram was like, I can't, I don't remember the exact data, but that's going to change. It's going to change because things change, new platforms come out, people listen to those platforms. So it's definitely going to change, but guess what? You have to do the research to know if your target audience lives on the platform you would like to post on. So if we go back to my example that I talked about, if you listen to my client, Aventar, remember I talked about she is a businesswoman. She's a boss. She is successful in her career. She's about 35 years old and up. Her kids, if she has any, are almost on their way out the door. They're in high school. They're, you know, it, it ranged, right? That was my client, Aventar. But when I did the research, I saw that, my client avatar mostly lives on LinkedIn for business purposes. So professional purposes, they mostly live on LinkedIn, but on Facebook, that is their leisure. What I also started thinking about, and when I started researching, I also noticed that that age group, like the older part of my target audience. So maybe 35, they're still on um, Facebook leisurely, but my older ideal clientele, they're normally not on social media all the time. So they're not constantly laying in their beds, scrolling through Facebook or scrolling through Instagram. That's not their thing. That's not what they do. So that means that when I'm thinking about my marketing, I might want to use another medium besides social media to get the information out there. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. But when I think of that data and who my client avatar is, I know that maybe I want to have a profile on LinkedIn that is very professional. And then I may want to create a Facebook profile as well. So that way I'm capturing both people. Now, after I do that research, the next thing that I want to do is I want to research what does people do on LinkedIn? Like I'm not familiar with LinkedIn, right? So if it's a platform that you're not familiar with, you want to spend a little time on that platform, seeing how people respond, what is their language when they respond, how do they respond, how frequently are they posting, you want to start getting that going and understanding so you know how consistent you need to be with your social media efforts. So it requires a little bit of research, but I'm not saying you have to spend months on this research. Do your research in just a little bit of time by doing Google searches, by researching the platform by going on there and just creating a profile and and looking to see what people are doing. You want to ask maybe how do I create a network in LinkedIn? What does that mean? How do I get people to follow me on Facebook? What does that mean? Do I need to start putting Facebook ads out? That's all part of your research because you know that your ideal client, your client avatar lives on those social media platforms. So that's the first thing you want to do. Now, the next step is to figure out what content is your client avatar interested in? 
what is the one thing that they want to know about you? And so this comes in different forms. This can come from once you create your client avatar and you think about, okay, they normally, you know, my client avatar is into vivid. So maybe they want to know how to maintain their vivids. Maybe they want to know how much it costs to have vivid. So maybe I can start doing price breakdowns. Maybe I need to figure out, you know, what they should be doing in between visits. I should educate them on how long they should take to get into the salon. These are all things that you can start creating your content around when you're planning your content. When I had my client avatar, mine was business women. And to be honest, most of the time, my clientele didn't wash their own hair. So I didn't post content on here's the best shampoo if you're going to do your hair at home. Most of my content was surrounding how to maintain their hair until the next visit. That made sense for my client avatar. Other things that was helpful for them is, you know, how to do new styles. What are the most trending styles for business women? Things like that. Those were all things that I could post because that fit my client avatar. So I didn't really do price breakdowns. I didn't do best shampoos, best things like that. I Everything I did surrounded around how they can manage and maintain their hair. That makes sense for me. So what content would your client avatar be interested in? That's something that you're going to have to figure out, but you've already been doing your research. And then once you get a few clients under your belt, you can start asking them. You can survey your clients while they're in your chair. Ask them, so what type of things are you interested in? They'll tell you what they want by the questions they ask you. I always say if more than one person asks you the same question, it can be a social media post. It can be a video. It is something that you should tell them. It is something that you should write about. So that's how you can start getting the content that they would be interested in. Content is important when clients are looking for it. So what that means is if your client avatar has a problem that needs to be solved, you can answer it because you already know what they're interested in. So that is another reason how you can start getting content and planning your content out for your ideal client. You want to know what would they be interested in and you can find that out by simply asking once you get clients, by listening to their questions and their concerns, and by finding out what that person would like by the type of service that you're going to be promoting to them, right? I hope this is all making sense. Hope it's all making sense. Now, the next thing you want to think about and take into consideration is how does your client like to shop? What is their shopping experience? What that means is when your client is on Facebook or if they're surfing the internet, whatever that may be, what is it or how do they like to shop? So if you think about yourself for a minute, when you go on social media, do you truly look for someone to purchase something from? Or are you more of a person that just likes to look for your family and friends, right? So you have to start thinking about the buying process to make them take action. And then after that, you're going to start wanting them to find you with your website and SEOs and all that good stuff. But we're going to get to that in another episode. But these are the three things that you 
want to take into consideration when you're creating your post, when you're deciding where to post, and when you're trying to figure out how to market to your clients. Truth be told, even though social media is a huge part of our industry, Sometimes, depending on who you are trying to reach, that may not be where all your efforts go into. You may want to do something else. It also depends on where you're living. If you live in maybe more of a small town, social media would be great, but maybe there's other avenues. Maybe there is a farmer's market that you should show up at and introduce yourself to people. I mean, it all depends on where you're at, who your client avatar is, but this is going to get you the foundation to start getting the information. Now, the next thing you want to do is check your analytics, but that's going to be another episode on how to read analytics when it comes to your social media posts. But if you start marketing and thinking in those three things, you are going to start seeing a difference in your marketing efforts. So just to recap what it is that you should be doing to ensure you are marketing to your client avatar is to find out which social media platform do they live on, to figure out what type of content that they would be interested in. And remember, you can start doing that based on the avatar you created. And then eventually you can start asking your clients and then you can start by answering their questions. And if more than one person asks you the same question, then it deserves to be social media content. It deserves to be a video. There is something, there's some way, somehow you need to answer that question and clients are going to love it. Your ideal client is going to love it. And then the last thing that you're going to focus on for now is how does your client avatar like to shop? When you put those all together, you're going to see a difference in the reaction to your post and the type of clients that are coming to your chair. Now, this is just the start of it. There are other things, but what I like to do is take these things and put them in little, small, bite-sized pieces. And once you get those things down, what will happen is we'll add more and we'll add more and it will just become a flow. And eventually when it comes to marketing, when you get enough clientele, your clients work for you. Word of mouth is still one of the best ways to get your clientele because you've already created like a trust. So when someone refers me to their friends, their family, whomever, that person that comes to me already feels a sense of trust because someone they trusted said they should come see me. So that is going to be one of the best ways to get your clients. But until you get that, until your clients start working for you, you got to put a little bit of effort into it. And these are the three ways you're going to start. Next week, I'm actually going to have a guest who talks about how she thinks through her process of marketing. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. But as always, I like to end every single episode with a quote. This quote is by Jay Bear, and it says, make your marketing so useful, people would pay for it. Make your marketing so useful, people would pay for it. And that's exactly what you're trying to do. You're making sure that you're creating content that's going to be useful to your ideal client, your client avatar. And guess what? They're going to pay for your services. That is the quote for this week. I want to thank you for taking the time out to listen to Labs Life After Beauty School. I also want to say thank you for 
just supporting this podcast. It has been doing very well. And so that means that you guys are sharing with other Glampreneurs, but I need you guys to continue doing that. So don't forget to take a screenshot of the cover of this podcast, share it on your social media platforms. Don't forget to write a review, leave a rating, and all of that helps me reach other Glampreneurs like you, inspire them, and help them thrive. So until next time, Glampreneurs, stay connected.